Join me, Professor RPG, as I sit down with friends, colleagues, and special guests as we reminisce and discuss role-playing games that left their mark on us. Expect to see all sorts, from Western style to Japanese and even tabletop. So stay a while and listen, and let us trigger those memories of tales long since completed. Relive that fantasy you hold dear, and come along with us, adventurer, on this quest into the past. Welcome to the RPG University. Classes in session, and with the release of Trails from Zero's official localization drawing ever closer, we're going to take a look at a game that's happening concurrently with the events of that game. As always, I'm your host, Scott White, also known as Professor RPG, and this week I have the pleasure of welcoming to the university graphic designer, editor, and game designer, and fellow member of Class 7, Aaron Moeller, to talk about Trails of Cold Steel 2. How's it going, Aaron? Oh, I'm just so excited to um, make to get to the bottom of why these this steel is really cold. I, I think know. the temperature in here is really, really low. The steel's getting way too cold. And this is a game right, full of really hot people. Really hot people. This steel really cold. It's a walking conundrum. Uh, that's, that's the only joke I'll make about that from now on. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, no, but we are here to talk about the second entry in the Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel series, Cold Steel 2. Now, before we get going, this game was initially released in the West on September 6, 2016, but it uh, first released in Japan for the PlayStation 3 and Vita on September 25th of 26, 2014. Excuse me. It would then take about two years later until the U.S. got it and then would release in Europe on November 11th, 2016. It would eventually see a PC release on Steam Worldwide on Valentine's Day 2018. And then the world got an enhanced version of this title on the PlayStation 4 and released that release on April 26, 2018, and then made its way to the West on June 4th, 2019, and Europe on June 7th, 2019. And uh, there is a Switch version released only in Japan, unfortunately, as of recording that released on August 5th of last year, 2021. Now, to kind of get your brain back into thinking of what else you may have been playing when you weren't playing Cold Steel back in 2016. Other notable releases from that year include Dark Souls 3, XCOM 2, The Division, Dragon Quest Builders, No Man's Sky, Yakuza Kiwami, Final Fantasy 15. Shin Megami Tensei Apocalypse, Dishonored 2, and Last Guardian, to name a few. This was a fucking stacked year, Aaron. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. You, uh, I did not play this in 2016, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. I did not play Cold Steel 2 in 2016. And because of that, I was spending most of my time playing The Division, which really brought me back. Totally forgot about that game. Uh, and uh, you remember when No Man's Sky was bad? I do. Uh, you remember when that game sucked a release and now it's like so good now now aaron i had to ask you what game has had a better redemption story no man's sky or final fifth or final fantasy 14 Ooh, i think i'm gonna give it to no man's sky purely because uh it's uh everything that's better about it is free mm-hmm. you still i still have to pay for final fantasy 14 and that is like, well, one, I love to give you money, Square Enix. Please continue right. to give me the good games. Right. Um, but also, that's $15 I don't have, dude. No Man's Sky, that was free. All those new updates, 
I don't think there's been a single piece of paid DLC for No Man's Sky. Yeah, I don't think either. So that's I'll give it to them just for that. I would also give it to them just because they're such smaller team than the monolith that is Square Enix. Yeah, I just think that they've definitely earned back enough goodwill that they could have charged for one of these like most recent updates. And I think people would have been like, "Okay, that's fine, I guess. Yeah, I know. I know we're getting off onto a bit of a side tangent, but I am a firm believer that by the time Starfield releases, No Man's Sky will be a better Starfield game than Starfield. Absolutely not. I will hear none of this. <laughs> I am I am the biggest Starfield. Ex- I'm so excited. Um, because my problem with No Man's Sky is that it, uh, I don't like the way it handles. Mm-hmm. Like, it just feels, it's still very slow and awkward. Yeah. No matter how many updates they've done to it. And I just, that breaks me. But I've been playing Bethesda games since I was like four, so... Those games all feel the same and I love them all. Mm-hmm. And so I'm ready. It's going to be anxious to see. I just hope like. Even I wish they would have kept it a little smaller scale with Starfield. Nah, screw. All right. Screw Cold Steel 2. This is a Starfield podcast now. <laughs> all right. Um, no, I've, I, I'm very pumped. I think a lot of it, the, the thousand planets or whatever, that's nothing. That means nothing yeah. to me. I don't care. Um, I'm sure it's a bunch of procedurally generated worlds that'll be fine or whatever. Yeah. And it'll be just like, it'll just be the places I go to like, go get my materials. And then I will do a bunch of shit at the like six planets that they spent time on. Um, and they're just doing the number cause they love to do the numbers. Oh yeah. I just hope that some sort of glitch appears where you can like knock an enemy so high into space like you could with the frost giants or mammoths in Skyrim mm-hmm. and just launch them into space. I hope something like that. Or you as like an Easter, I can discover like a flying mammoth just like floating in space. I, yeah, I fully expect many a sci-fi Easter eggs in this game. They'd love to do that. Yeah. Bethesda loves to do that shit. Yeah. All right. Back to yeah, Cold back Steel. Back to Cold too. Steel. Back to Cold Steel. But yes, we are here to talk about Cold Steel. So, Aaron, I know you touched on this briefly, but when did you get into the trail series and kind of Cold Steel specifically? I bought Cold Steel one on a whim uh, after I'd injured my leg at work and I had like a day or two off and I was like, whatever, I'll just play this game. And uh, it got me. It's so good. Um, I beat Cold Steel one in like a week. Mm hmm. I think, and then immediately bought Cold Steel 2. And I'm going to be honest, I didn't like Cold Steel 2 when I played it. Oh, really? Uh, I didn't. I don't know what it was. What I, the first time I played it, I was like, this ain't it. Mm-hmm. I just wanted, I had just wanted to get to Trails of Cold Steel 3. Cause that's what all, that's what all, that's what looked the coolest. I was like, look at all these fucking robots and shit. Yeah. Um, what's going on in 3? But upon like another playthrough, oh, like a year ago. So this would have been two years ago. Okay, so this was you played the PS4 version, the the relentless. I played edition. the PS4 version okay. for sure. I played the PS4 version. I played it again in a new game plus, and it was so much. I think I just took my time a little bit more. Mm-hmm. It was so much better. Cause I, cause I had just replayed or I had like gone back and watched some more cutscenes of cold steel one. And I was like, yeah, I remember that. I didn't like that. They were all, none of them liked each other for the, mm-hmm. and none of class seven liked each other for the first half of that game. Yeah. 
Um, and I liked that they all loved each other from the minute, like by Cold Steel too. Like all Reen wants to do is get back with his friends. Yeah. And I really, I was really here for that. Um, and I just, I don't know. It, for some reason, on a second playthrough, I had way better of a time with it, and and it is now currently my favorite Cold Steel game. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it, for me, I remember I had, I have the. Special edition of Cold Steel, the first game for PS3 and Vita. Like I had picked those up and I kind of bounced off of Cold Steel the first time I played it back then. And mm-hmm. then back in 2019, when the or I think the first game was 2018. I can't remember one of the two. When the PS4 version of Cold Steel one came out, um, I signed on for to do a website to review. I believe it was Irrational Passions. Yeah, it was. Uh, review for Cold Steel one. It's like okay, let's let's play through, play through. Fell in love with it. Then I did Cold Steel two. Fell in love with it. And I've been an absolute mm-hmm. huge fan of the series yeah. ever since. Played through the Sky trilogy, um, and I'm just rabidly waiting for uh, uh, I, from zero. So I will. So I I played one and two. Cold Steel one and two. Started playing three. Realized my mistake. Um, because, uh, for those that don't know, three assumes you've played every game before that as well. And it's just like, all right, here are all these characters. And I was like, I have no idea what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I went back, played Sky, the Sky trilogy. Those games absolutely rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was lucky enough to get the trails to, uh, trails to Azure patch before they took it down. Yeah the pc patch so i played mm-hmm. both trails from zero and trails uh, to azure yeah um and i'm just gonna replay them when they come out officially yeah so i had started because i also have the pc patches for trails from zero and trails to azure and i had played through cold steel or played through the sky games and i started going through the started going through zero and that was I was a chapter two into zero when they were like, we're officially releasing them. And it's like, OK, I'll just I'll just wait. Um, See, I, so I stopped my playthrough. That's so funny because I I finished Trails to Azure and then they went, we're going to we're going to yeah. we're going to make make a look. I was like, well, why? OK, fine. I'll just buy them again. That's cool. Um. Yeah, it, now for like transparency sake, Zero is my favorite mm-hmm. um, with Azure like as a real close second. Um, so. A lot of a lot of my, a lot of my fascination again, because having my, on my replay of Trails of Cold Steel 2, I had then played Azure and or Zero and Azure. Yeah. So I knew what was going on. And I think that made it way better. Also, oh, yeah, Um, the context of Zero and Azure playing Trails of Cold Steel 2 again, I was like, oh, this makes so much more sense. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Even though technically you don't need to know it to like get full enjoyment out of Cold Steel 2. 100% Um, agree with that because I had it. I like I knew they existed, but I did not play zero or azure before my playthrough of two so Mm -hmm. and i still absolutely love these games two is definitely up there like you said as one of my favorites of the cold steel series so uh so what is it about cold steel 2 specifically that you like 
gravitated or like grabbed onto you? Like what makes it your favorite of the Cold Steel games? Oh, um, it's the it's the relationship between class seven, mm-hmm. I think, is the best part because they all. I love that they've all bought they've just all bought in on like the. I don't want to like infantize it and say friendship is magic, but that's basically what it is. Like they've basically bought in on friendship is magic and they're going to solve the nation's problems with their friendship. Um, And I think that kind of, but they take it so seriously and it's just that earnestness in cold steel Two of just like, Nope. When me and my friends finally all like reconnect, it and everything will be fine again and we'll get it and we'll do it because we're friends and i'm yeah. like yes i love that shit um and this especially when it takes itself that that kind of level of mm-hmm. seriously where they were like they're like no this is the most important thing ever i'm like yes yes it is friendship and and um, magic robots yeah and magic and magic robots um and, and lots of other things like that but also the the them the the like uh robot combat in this game fucking rules. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the mech fight uh that it's so good. The mech fights are my favorite part of the Cold Steel series, I'm going to yeah. be honest. They're cool. They're dope. Yeah. It for me like with the ending to Cold Steel 1 still remains like one of my favorite endings. Oh my god. To yeah. a JRPG ever like <sighs> you see the teachers coming in and just like being bosses and then everyone, all the students stand up. It's like, get out of here. And it's like, that just hyped me the fuck up for this, for the sequel. Oh, it was so good. I cried so hard. Uh. And shout out to Sean Shiplock and the rest of the cast for their superb, uh, acting. Like I'm going to be, I am usually a, um Japanese voice actor person. Mm-hmm. I find that a lot of the writing in a lot of Japanese media is a little corny for my tastes, especially in English. Mm-hmm. Um just it's just too much. So normally I play Jap- uh, Japanese. But these are I don't know how they the cast is so good that they they ride that line of like cheesy but not really well. And I was like, no, I'm gonna stick with the English yeah. cast, I think, this time. <laughs> it's uh and I also yeah no go ahead. I I also feel this way about Xenoblade. Yes, like it's Xenoblade is just so bad it's good kind of a voice acting. Hundred percent for me. I'm right there with you, and that's kind of how I feel about this. Like okay, Xenoblade, Kingdom Hearts, Trails. They're all the like it's so bad it's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind they of they can really they do a great job hamming up on the the hokiness and the kind of that stereotypical friendship is magic over exaggerated emotion but they do it so well that it's still really emotional and impactful yes yes and like reen screaming telling valimar to take him back to his friends at the end it was just like oh oh i I feel that me um and then starting this game off right at the get-go it's like okay reen's been knocked out for like a month or something recuperating Mm -hmm. and Valmar's just like, nah, dude, I'm tired. I'm gonna go sleep. Um, and then you get to see like Reen's Reen's home village that he had been talking, like hometown that he had been talking about. You get to like meet his family, and then everything happens. It's just it, Cold Steel Two goes hard like from the beginning, mm-hmm. and it yeah. doesn't let up. And I I really liked the 
ability. I, I liked that I felt more free within um, Erebonia. Mm-hmm. Um, because the, like the Cold Steel one was cool. Cause you went and did the, like the, what were they called? Um, the field trips or the field exams. The field trip. Yeah. Yeah. The field, uh, field trips or whatever you got to do that and like see different regions of Erebonia and it was cool, but it did feel a little pun intended railroady. Yeah. Right. Like I was like, okay, now I'm in this area and I'm doing whatever in this area and I'm doing whatever. Um, whereas having played previous, trails games it didn't feel as structured even though it definitely was mm-hmm. right um but uh with two it felt like it opened up a little more they gave you like the horses and then the motorbike mm-hmm. um to like go through some of the areas is like some of the routes you've already been through before um which felt kind of cool and i just enjoyed it felt very it felt way more way more open with them not doing a whole lot about that Mm -hmm. you know well i love that you could i feel like you had so much more flexibility on where you go and what you can do once you got the uh the airship there were oh yeah once you got the airship it was um a lot there were a lot of like okay do there are three you know there were a lot of like oh there are three temples go get the things Mm -hmm. from three temples and you can pick whichever one you wanted to do first like they did that a lot where it was like, OK, you, you got to collect seven shards of uh, whatever so that you can upgrade Valimar's sword yeah. to, to be strong enough. OK, let's go do that. Um, but for some reason, it, even in that, you're kind of like, all right, we're just going to I'm going to do the same thing three times. I felt myself like really into it because I was. Um, I don't know. I was just getting more time with my buds. Yeah. You know, who's your main team? Like who's, who's your go-to squad? Reen, Emma, uh, Elliot. And then I think, uh, Laura. Okay. Those were, those were, that was my, my main four. Cause I had, I would have Reen and Laura up front, Mm -hmm. uh, and Emma and Elliot in the back. I loved I loved having, I was basically just trying my best to do the like I had a wizard, I had a healer, I had a tank, I had a DPS mm-hmm. <laughs> um, kind of. But that was the and then I think I had them linked Emma and Laura and Elliot and Rain. OK, yeah, my go to was Elliot, Alyssa, Laura. Those were those were my go to. Mm-hmm. I didn't discover mm-hmm. the wonders of spell casting until like cold steel three and four. Oh my god i have uh, the be- i don't have it on my phone anymore because i i've like traded phones like twice since then but i had a great there is a uh there's an ability that emma can get uh due to her master courts that uh it is like 75 percent. if you level it up enough it's like 75 percent of the time she's gonna or she's gonna have a 75 percent chance to dodge a physical attack um the final boss <laughs> uh ran out of whatever MP he had mm-hmm. or whatever and was only doing physical attacks. I was sitting there, I sat there and I just pressed the fast forward, but like the auto just go. And I just had Emma just couldn't get hit because it was seven, it was like it was like three out of four times, and it just never landed on her once mm-hmm. to get a hit. She would just do the like she he'd miss, she'd do the like reaction hit. 
and then another hit and then that would just repeat i did that for 20 minutes and i that's how i beat the final boss <laughs> nice yeah in cold steel 4 i discovered an infinite combo involving emma so the mm-hmm. enemies just could never take a turn um, yeah and oh it's so good now i i have to i'm curious do you prefer your emma with or without glasses <laughs> whatever it has i think glasses because that's what she's got in the in all the like art i'm very much like a i'm a very um whatever whatever they've got on the box art is most most of the time the outfit i keep yeah yeah um i'm not a uh unless it's like a, an outfit that really calls to me mm-hmm. um i'm i'm not gonna switch it yeah i i hear you um th- Speaking of the combat, one of the, this is one of the things that I think I love so much about the the Legend of Heroes series as a whole. It's you can find such incredibly broken combinations to just oh. obliterate these games. And I love it's it. So awesome. I think that the the combat is, I think, my. The part that they got me first. Mm hmm. Um, cause in first in cold steel, the cold steel starts pretty slow. So it was taking a lot, but the combat was so, I think so unique in the JRPG genre. Mm-hmm. Like it's, I don't know. I've never played another game that does like party, like a, like a, ta- a small party turn-based fighter, but it's also tactics. Yeah. That's like. I mean, other like, I don't know. I don't I know. I feel it's like very Final unique. Fantasy X combat is the closest, but this adds even more layers into yeah. complexity. Um, yeah, it's just it's very good. It feels like. It feels like if a Final Fantasy Tactics game had a had a bonkers ass, like huge story to mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yeah, is what it feels like. Um, it, I don't know how much else I have to say. No, I I'm right there with you. So what is having played through the the series and everything? Who is your favorite character? Like not to play, but just like character. I oh, love Olivier. Olivier or Estelle are probably oh, my top. Yeah, yeah, all of it. Estelle, I yeah, Estelle, a big one. I absolutely adore Estelle. She rules. She's my favorite. I have a soft spot in my heart for uh, uh, Ellie McDowell. Yeah. From Zero and Azure. She's great. I (laughs) they um, they nerfed her a little bit in Cold Steel. (laughs) I'm a little bit mad about it. But in Zero and Azure, she's great. Yeah. Ah, so when you think like Cold Steel 2, what instantly comes to mind for you? The. um, Cold Steel 2, I think it's it's going and finding all of the Thor's students, Mm -hmm. like not in the main, not class seven, but like all the other kids. That you've just like, no, because like, I think. Trails of Cold Steel 2 really rewards you for like really sitting there and and like talking to all the students in Cold Steel 1. Mm-hmm. Because I've I loved 
my favorite part of Cold Steel 2 was the fanfare they gave, like, and it's fucking like this guy from class two or whatever. And yeah. like, and everyone's like, whoa, it's great to see you, dude. And I'm like, I have no idea who you are. <laughs> and I just, I thought that that, that always really stuck in my brain about how much they gave a shit about like none of the, about like every single one of the kids. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, being able to go back and see where all the students ended up. And and it's crazy because they're still like just teenagers and they're engaging in like guerrilla warfare or all these things. And you just like stumble on them. It's it's great. Yeah. Ugh, these games are magical. Like they're so good. And they're so good. It, and I always love when another person stumbles on these games and falls in love. Like a big thing, like for a long while, I was I was pushing Cam Hawkins, who's been on IGN, all sorts of places. Play these games, play these games, play these games. And he finally got around and ran through the Sky games and fell in love with them. Then he did the uh, the Crossbell games, fell in love with those. And now he's finally on the Cold Steel games. And he's like, oh, my God, these the, the, this just happened. And it's like, yeah, this I would say Cold Steel, these the Legend of Hero games have some of the best plot twists and kind of just mic yeah, drop I've, moments. I, uh, yeah, I think my, oh. it is, it pulled some shit on me. I'm going to be honest. Cold Steel 2 specifically, we're getting, we're going full spoilers. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, the Reen Dad reveal was a real like I can't believe you guys got me with Darth Vader. Yeah. I can't believe you fucking did this to me. I'm fucking mad. I was mad about it. If I'm <laughs> like mad about it in like a, I can't believe I just got got. Like I just mm-hmm. I fully they did the they did I they like I'm your father is a bit. Like that's a bit we all do. And they did it and I was and I was shocked by it genuinely and that pissed me off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in like the best way possible because I think it's a great reveal and I think it does a lot for Green's character moving forward. But I still was like, God damn it. Fucking Darth Vader bullshit. Yeah. Also the I mean in in Cold Steel One, the the crow reveal was fucking rad. Yeah. Like that was so good. Um so I can't they did they did it twice. I'm pretty sure every game, every game's got like the the like oh <laughs> like where did thought. that come from? Yeah. Um which is uh it's so good. Oh and it so, is part of the some of the reveals and stuff that come like especially with three and four, I was just like, holy crap, that just uh-huh. happened. Um but we're here to talk yeah. about two. We're here um, to talk about two. And then also, so I do the right after the the Rean reveal of uh, Chancellor Osborne being the dad, I they did then immediately send us to Crossbell. And at this point, I had no idea there were other games. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, who the fuck are these people? Um, fucking uh, Lloyd and uh, Rixia. Rixia. I was like, who the fuck are these people? And then Reen was the bad guy, and I was like, oh no, what is happening to my boy? What a good but, move, yeah, that was. And like, yeah, like, uh, 
I had known about the Crossbell games by the time that I had gotten to two. So like I knew who Lloyd was, but it was like, this is really interesting. I had no real connection to him yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, okay, this is cool. But it's one of those moments that is like, I wish I had played the Crossbell. Game. Like, I can't imagine how cool it would have been go- going into that segment. Dude, I will tell you after that after playing. Uh, it, uh, spoiler, small spoiler for a Trails of Cold Steel 3 moment. When Lloyd, when they're leaving, when Reen and New Class 7 is leaving Crossbell and Lloyd is there at the, like, near the train tracks and gives him the, like, the fist bump. Like, yeah. I cheered. I yelled. I yelled. I was like, yes, this is everything I've ever wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was so good. <sighs> yeah. And it's like, they just, yep, we're still here. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't really, doesn't play into the story or all. It's just kind of a cool Easter egg. Um, I mean, I think it played into the story in that it was a, it was a cool moment because Reen had been sitting there the whole time going. Well, the last time I saw your guys' famed hero, uh, I <laughs> he kicked the shit out of me. So uh, like we fought the last time I saw him and he was all awkward about that. But then mm-hmm. it was a cool moment to be like, no, we're good. We're good. bud." Reen of class. Seven. Yeah. yeah. One of the things I like, like with two. It introduced so many cool characters like Duvali, McBurn, um, more mm-hmm. with Ouroboros and mm-hmm. everything. We really got to start seeing more of them as it's like, oh, what's this crazy plan that's going on and being put together and what's uh, Duval- going on behind the scenes? And- Duvali is in uh, uh, the Crossbow games. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Duvali, Duvali, you see, there's actually... Like a lot of, I think I'm genuinely curious to hear your opinion going. I'd love for you to go back and play Cold Steel 2 after Zero and Azure come out and and then realize how much of that game is actually a reference. Yeah. Because I was like, I was, because it's totally like, like you said, you can play Cold Steel 1 and 2 without ever, without knowing shit. You'll totally get it. You'll get all the enjoyment out of it you can. Mm-hmm. But there's so much of it that I went, oh my God. This is the whatever, 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 whatever. Um, yeah. Making all the, making all the connections. It's just so um, cool. Um, And then go, yeah, I don't want to, I'm not, I'm going to shut up. No. I, I, what I really want to try and do is, and I have no, I, I doubt I'll be able to find time to do it, but I would love to, after doing the Crossbell games, going back through the Cold Seal one through four games leading up to uh, Trails into Reverie. That That's is what ex- I want to do. That is exactly my plan, if I'm going to be honest. As I'm going to, I um, am going to play, because the one I haven't, I didn't play a, a bunch of his uh, Trails in the Sky three, which is mm-hmm. yeah, like an like an epilogue game mostly. Yeah. Um, so I didn't go back and finish that. I think I'm going to finish that. Then I'll play zero and uh, zero and Azure, and then I'll do one through four again, and then I'll play Reverie when that comes out. Yeah, and then I want oh my god, I want Corona Kaseki so bad. I have. So starting with 
Cold Steel 3. Like, after I had beat Cold Steel, Cold, Cold Steel 3, like, I was like, oh, my God, I'm rabbit. I need these games. So I actually, for, like, three years in a row, my in-laws imported me the the most yeah. recent Trails game. So it was Cold Steel 4 after I beat Cold Steel 3. Then I had no idea what I was doing, so I stopped the Japanese version of that. And then Cold Steel 4 came, and I beat that, and then they imported Trails into Reverie, or Hajimari no Kiseki. Yeah. I played through the first chapter of that, because there's, like, an overlay you can get that, like, tells you what the actual things are. It was a bit of a hassle, but I managed to play through the first chapter. And then last year, I got Kuro no Kiseki. It's still sealed. I'm like, I don't want to open it. And like, because some of the things got spoiled for me by playing that first chapter of uh, Hajimari. Uh, so it's like, oh, I kind of want to hold off. Oh, because you hadn't played the I hadn't played through Zero or Azure. Oh, OK. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Nothing crazy like finding out someone was part of Ouroboros. Um, things like that. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, so no, nothing I, like too crazy. A, yeah. But it's like, okay, well, maybe I'll hold off until I can like really play through all this. But yeah, it's um my and I made a tweet for this, and I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if we plan on talking about the best way to play these games, but uh I know in in the Cold Steel 2 episode, I'm telling you not to start with Cold Steel. Um mm-hmm. But uh, I did a tw- I did a show. One of our mutual friends asked me for like advice on how to start the, tra- the trail series. And I did like a five tweet thread. Um, but I think if you start with the zero games that are com- zero and Azure that come out in September and then in early 2023 and mm-hmm. then do Cold Steel. Oh, I had a point to this. I, d- I guess I don't other than the played zero and Azure, but also I think um, I'm going to keep going back to this. I genuinely think that while you can absolutely play these games without going back trails of cold steel Two, this, the difference is so crazy to me. I'm just yeah. going to, it's like, it feels like two different games. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like that that's a testament to both their writing that it stands on its own. So, so well, but in in but then it is also a very great piece of the puzzle. Yeah. Um, and that's a. I think that's a lot of things that like the only thing I can compare it to is like the MCU doesn't do great. Like, I think a lot of them stand on their own very well. But when added to the puzzle, it feels a little like forced oh, forced, you know, like um, like uh, I'm thinking specifically of like Wanda Wanda in mm. in WandaVision versus Wanda in Doctor Strange I was like Very I can disconnected s- I, yeah, I was I like felt. I can see wh- why how you took it there but that wasn't what I felt where where I felt Wanda was at the end mm-hmm. I don't know it was it was different and I didn't I was bummed that she was just like the villain the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it was a big jump for her character yeah. from everything she went in. And, it, and it's a lot of the same gripes I had with like the final season of Game of Thrones or. Yeah. Uh, or various things where it's like you can see the direction they're going, but then there's like this blank portion where you feel like a lot of things should have 
like a lot of character development should have happened to get to the kind of more exaggerated, hyper evil or gruesome or or what have you Mm -hmm. that they end up being. Yeah. So but I feel like the trails is very good at making sure a character feels like that character through games and Mm -hmm. also making sure that like, I don't know, just like the, the taking away of context does not like lessen the writing or the performance, but the adding of certain context does add to it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's just such a cool writing thing that Falcom is really good at that. I just can't, I'm just, I'm just baffled by it all the time. I'm like, this is so cool um, that you guys are thinking about this so far in advance or thinking about this in the amount of ways, like, it feels like they're thinking about the whole puzzle the whole time. Some most of the time. Um, oh, for sure. Which I really appreciate, actually. I legitimately cannot think of another franchise that has done such a ever expanding storyline so well and kept it so interconnected. Like, yeah. The only the Num- only thing that like, Nomura wants to Nomura like, wants Nomura it. Well, wishes he could do it to the to the extent that they Falcons managed to do with Cold Steel. I don't think Kingdom Hearts does it as well. No, anywhere near as well as they've managed to do between nine games, three series plus uh, with, no. with the Legend of Heroes. Yeah, I think. Uh, but I, I also think that uh, Falcom's independence, like because they're, a, you know, just their own independent studio. Um, allows them that kind of freedom. Mm-hmm. Whereas I, you know, with 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 in a bigger game like like Final Fantasy or Kingdom Hearts or anything like that, you know, there's a lot of business in it, right? You know, especially Kingdom Hearts, right? With all the fucking Disney and stuff that they've got going on. Um, whereas I feel like a lot of people like Falcom's just kind of allowed to just like do, just like hunker down and just do what they want. <laughs> A little bit. And so they can kind of just yeah. be like, no, I'm going to spend fucking nine hours. I mean, we're going to spend a bunch of fucking time writing a bunch of dialogue for a bunch of NPCs nobody's going to talk to, <laughs> you know? Um, or funny quotes for treasure, empty treasure chests to have. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, as, as opposed to like Square Enix, where they're like, oh, I don't know, you know, they divert manpower to maybe something a bit more. Ooh, fun is subjective, but they might, you know. I think they're going for for different things all that while because I think uh, every Kingdom I think every Kingdom Hearts game has looked a lot better than any of the 3D Trails games. Like those, because those aren't like they're not the best looking games I've ever seen in my life. Right? They're not. Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) Those animations can be a little stilted, but it's the writing and the the stuff that they don't have to spend lots of money Mm -hmm. on tech for that gets them the no for notoriety. sure no i i completely agree i i do think nomura has a lot of leeway in terms of how he wants to design oh yeah this kingdom Hearts story so yeah. like i get well there might be some in terms no, of for sure the the disney side or like what worlds you can allow in i still think nomura has i think nomura wants to be falcon like i I, I, I and I don't know this, but I could see Nomura be like, "I want to do what those Falcon guys are doing with Legend of Heroes. That's what I want Kingdom Hearts to be." 
You know, actually, that's what I think Final Fantasy VII is. If if, if Final Fantasy VII actually might be closer to a Trails game than Kingdom Hearts, just in that it's like multiple. Mm-hmm. We've almost got like a we've like because all of the Final Fantasy VII games like are canon. If you if if remake is anything to go by, like it's oh, yeah. it's very um, interconnected in a way that feels feels better written than Kingdom Hearts does it at at a lot of junctions. Yeah, like the oh, I can definitely see that. Yeah, that's a good that's a good comparison. That's a uh, that's a good comparison. Yeah, it and plus quartz are basically materia. Quartz are absolutely materia, and it's wild that it's a better system. Mm-hmm. Quartz is materia, but better. <laughs> it, it it definitely offers so much more flexibility. Uh, I, yeah, than materia ever. And ever I has. was when I was playing through Cold Steel one and two. There were a lot of uh, comments in you know Reddit Reddit threads or whatever talking about the court system and how it was simpler than it was in sky and then um uh the crossbelt games mm-hmm. and having played those i while having loved the increased flexibility that like sky gave or um trail zero or azure the simp like i think the cold steel game like materia might be my favorite because it doesn't lose mm-hmm. a lot of the compl- like it loses some of the complexity and some of the options, but it doesn't lose like it gains more than it loses by simplifying itself. Yeah. I think um, so. It's 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 such a great character progression system. Yeah, having because I started really my my trails my trails trail in Cold Steel after like. After Cold Steel going to the Sky Games, it took me a good number of hours before I even kind of comprehended yeah. all the complexity mm-hmm. of the court system in the Sky Games. Like how I each courts gave you different chart amount of like charges of the Sepith, and that would unlock different abilities. So it's more about stacking the values, which will unlock things. Mm-hmm. It's like coming from a very basically you equip it it does it you get the thing yeah um it took me a good while to really wrap my head around it i would say that i didn't even have a uh like a i wouldn't say that by the end of cold steel one i was very familiar with the systems in cold steel one i would say that mm-hmm. it, i wasn't until the end of like the middle of sky second chapter that i was like okay i think i'm really i understand what's going on and i know how things are shaken up and I felt I felt like I was at my most efficient whereas at the beginning of Cold Steel 2 I was I was way more um into it can I also say that this is the first series that I've ever played so Cold Steel 2 was the first time I'd ever seen this where a game started you not at level one Mm-hmm. Like the idea that I was because uh, because it's a, a direct sequel to Cold Steel one, they just start you at 40 and like mm-hmm. like numbers wise, that means the same thing. Right. Because if it's the baseline, that's the baseline. You know, it could be one. Yeah. It could be 40. doesn't matter. I just thought that it was cool that it like without even needing to. And they all do. Every trails game reads the previous save data of any ones you have, which is dope. Um even without having to read that, it still was like 
felt like a proper continuation instead of what happens in a lot of sequels, which is the oops, now something happened and now I'm back down to weak so that I can get back up. Mm -hmm. And instead, I got to the end of Trails of Cold Steel 2 and Reen was like fucking level 99 or whatever. Right. And I was like, yeah, Yeah. this rips, (laughs) you know, this is so cool that like my guys are like now super duper strong. Um, yeah, and they to did, an extent, though, they do still kind of nerf you because all of your like master chords go back down. To, like, they level do, they, one do and stuff. they do. Um, they write in like, a, "Oops, your master chords broke," or "Oops, here's a here's a new thing," and the master chords don't transfer over or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but that feels a bit better to me than like. I don't know specifically 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 at the beginning of kingdom at the end of dream drop distance beginning of kingdom hearts three Sora just loses all his powers Mm -hmm. and I'm like okay (laughs) like I love kingdom hearts three to death but like come on guys (laughs) we just we could have just just raised the capital a little bit yeah Yeah, give us a little bit more of an explanation or yeah it was not even just an explanation it was just like because I knew what happened he got it sapped in the dream world or whatever I just felt like it was you, that didn't have to you didn't need yeah. that right we could have just we could have just kept going like mm-hmm. you can just have it so that the bosses are stronger than you were at the previous i don't know i just like this system more i think of no i'm right there with you um and then they have a little bit of like a trails of cold steel three you start back off at one but there's like a time skip in between and it feels easier to it's like a it's like a small reset so it feels easier to swallow than mm-hmm. having you know done all this stuff and it's like oops now you're weak again yeah and kind of speaking on that kind of time skip and everything it i felt so bad where reen ends up at the end of trails of cold steel too oh my god it's reen it is like broke my freaking heart i think reen is the most tragic like even like of of the ones because he's of the like protagonists because he's like putting so much i don't know dude there's like so much of what he's doing in the in the beginning of end of two beginning of three that he's had to do specifically the like um annexation of crossbell mm-hmm. and the uh what is it, the war in the north? What was yeah, the, what was so. the, yeah. yeah, there was a, there was like a, another annexation of territory. Um, I'm like, Reen's just doing what he can to like make sure that people are safe and whatever, but that just means that he has to be out there. I don't know. It was very cool to see like the person you know and love and know is, is good try and like wrestle with where they have to be placed at this at that moment i don't know well yeah and for so much of cold steel 2 it was being a member of this third faction that doesn't yeah. have to answer to the army or the various sides and yeah. instead is going to do what's right and then at the end of the game having no choice but to in essence being a dog of the military yeah sent out by this man who you find out is your father to do things that is so against your character and having to say goodbye to your friends as they all go off and do their own thing too. is just like, 
I felt so bad for Reen. Oh, yeah. On so many different levels, just being worn down encounter after encounter that is just like oh and like his like one day, and then like his best friend dies in his arms and i'm like yeah. dude this fucking <laughs> oh my god him yelling at osborne mm-hmm. because he's alive and it's like you're telling me my friend died for nothing now like oh my god yeah. i love it i love it so much it um and granted like this is kind of the Empire Strikes Back of the Trail series where the main yeah. hero is kind of at his lowest. And yeah, it, for sure. It builds up and so the in the future games, even though I would Cold Steel 3 ends with quite a dark moment, uh, dark yes. situation for our boy Reen as well, but um, shit never goes well for Reen. No. Um, no, not really. Not really. <laughs> Maybe in the future games. I'm anxious to see what they'll do with him in future yeah i'm excited to play uh i'm excited to i haven't finished cold steel 4 so i still got to do that but um, oh you haven't i haven't finished it um which is kind of what i'm waiting for like i'm instead of just going into it i'm kind of just waiting for zero and azure to come out so then i could do all of them at the at once Mm -hmm. and just kind of play through it again um but i'm excited to play reverie because i want to know kind of where where's it going what's going on yeah. where are we going next um because that's uh very intriguing to me and it, what sucks is we're we are so far behind in this we're series. so far behind there i'm seeing so much news about corona kaseki too and i'm like please stop it's like Please we're stop. three yeah. games behind now. Yeah. It's like, oh, come and they said on. They've, they've said they've, they've only got a couple. They said they're going to do like only a couple more games. I think like I, like I think I don't know if there's going to be another Kuro game like sequel to Kuro uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if there's going to be a third one, but I think they're they're like this arc is going to be a bit shorter, but it it'll once we're once we're done we're done kind of a deal and i'm like oh well, there, okay. this is didn't they say with the end of cold steel 4 they're about halfway complete with the story they want to tell though yeah but that's that's still just yeah but there are three games after cold steel 4 that just came out so it wouldn't surprise me if there were only three more games to come well hajimari is basically just like a a bridge game it's very similar to uh Oh, uh, Trails Sky, Sky Third. Sky Third. Okay. okay. Sky Third. So it's kind of bridging that gap between Cold Steel and like Crossbell and stuff with the with the next series. Okay. So it's kind of. Um, I'm actually going to look up because I I am curious. I feel like it's uh, Kuro no Kaseki is the 11th installment. So Kuro Two is the 12th. Gotcha. That makes sense. It, we oh, so Aaron, how are we going to spread the word and get the masses because i feel like we got to do something i think with I, with zero coming I, how can we get now, this out there yeah. here's the thing i think we just keep yelling about it um yeah. truthfully yeah, i think once zero comes out that will be the most accessible uh, uh, unfortunately on the on the episode where we're talking about cold steel best trails game to like come out 
And I think a lot of I I think that's going to do a lot for the series, especially if they can put if if they could put Sky on console Mm -hmm. in any way, shape or form. I think that would do gangbusters. I think. Give me like a Kingdom Hearts all in one. That's what I want. Yeah. Give me like a just a bundle that's just like, here are all the Trails games that you need to play. Make it easy. And we just keep yelling about it because is, isn't there a Cold Steel anime coming out, too? Yes, that's right. Uh, that's going to be separate from the games. It's going to be a, its own character and everything. I think that could do so if it's good. I think that would probably raise a bit of interest, too. Yeah. I think really truthfully, I have I don't know how much more we can do, Scott. We just got to keep screaming about it. We do. I think we've we've gained a strong ally in Cam Hawkins. He knows many people. Strong ally. Yeah. Um, We have Bridget in the helping rep us in the the PR side of things. Mm -hmm. I'm actually going to have her on probably to talk about Cold Steel 3. Amazing. Uh, But yeah, I think we just we need. I've seen some people asking about it and like Cam has responded mm-hmm. and uh, 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 Bridget. The so people, I feel the like people are interested. It's getting out there. It's getting out there. I think it's um, people think that it's pretty that it's hard to get into. That's what I've I've noticed. A lot of people think it's a lot of games that are required to play. I, I would uh, tell you that's not true. Um, you could play you could play Trails in the Sky one and two. Never play another Trails game again. I'd go. That's great. You got a wonderful story out of mm-hmm. that. Um, you could do the exact same thing with Zero and Azure. You could do the exact same thing with Cold Steel one and two, and then just leave it if you felt like. Yeah. Um, these games are aren't as um necessary i feel like as long as you start at the first game in an arc you're yeah for the most part i i think there are better ways to i think there are like there's an optimal way to get into it for sure um my answer is uh zero zero azure then play sky then play cold skill um just so you don't have to take the break in between one and two or one one and two and three and four Mm -hmm. um because those are when they break. But I, I think we're doing all we can, bud. I think we, we're we're slowly growing our army. We're reclaiming people. We're claiming people. We're pulling a class seven. Yeah. We're and yeah. slowly going around. I'm going to get on my airship. Yeah. And I'm just going to run around screaming about how everybody needs to play the trails yeah. games. We'll call up Matt Mercer. Mm-hmm. Have him put on his uh, beautiful red long coat red long coat and have and uh have him spread the word as well it'll be great absolutely absolutely and uh slowly but surely by the time Kurono Koseki is out here we'll we'll have more mm-hmm. there'll be more of us absolutely and holy crap XE needs to get their shit together and actually release Cold Steel 1 and 2 on Switch it's stupid that it's not available and i know they've said they have no plans to but they got to. I damn it. Sure. I, I yes. I only in that I think they should be available on all the platforms. I don't know if they're required yes. to be on Switch. Um, I think that 
I'm actually, I'm honestly a little surprised that, well, I'm not since they put three and four on Switch, but NIS America's putting Zero and Azure on Switch, which is good. I -hmm. do appreciate that. Although I will be buying it on the PlayStation. I am buying it on both because I want to give them my money to show that there is, there is desire. Yeah. Um, I'll probably Um, end up buying it on both just because I'm a sucker, but. But yeah, Mm -hmm. it's uh, it's wonderful things. But we we are not the only ones that absolutely love this game and franchise. So we are going to go around the web. First up, we have user the 810 kind from Reddit. They say the Pantagruel segment. This may be a hot take, but I think overall CS2 did a Pantagruel section better than CS4 did. I think it being on a smaller scale with less characters works better. It still had a huge impact with the Noble Alliance catching Reen off guard and Reen getting stomped by Crow in his Divine Knight battle, and Rufus stomping Class 7 set a tone. Then we would get an understanding of all our enemies' backstories like Crow, Scarlet, and Vulcan were foreshadowing the future lore and mysteries with Altina, McBurn, and Duval. Also, the sit-down with Leo and Zeno and Blue Blanc showed that the enemy could just be cool guys and nothing personal in fighting against you. Reen gaining control of his ogre and fleeing with Alfin, avoiding capture, was thrilling. Finally, the return of the courageous and our team regrouping with major comeback, uh, regrouping a major comeback and pulling up the alliance was badass. Victor, Olivar, Toa, and George make a comeback after being unaccounted for for the first half in a Mexican standoff between all the top-level fighters was badass and set up the confrontations later in the Infernal Castle. Speaking of the Infernal Castle, Victor versus McBurn is a peak moment in the Radiant Blademaster's quote before the fight only made that encounter even more epic. Yeah, that was a good fight between Arsaid and McBurn. Oh yeah, a lot of of great boss fights in Cold Steel 2. Oh yeah, and a lot of cool fights between people that, like, you don't control. Like, just Mm -hmm. cutscene-wise. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's very good. You want to take the next one? Sure. Uh, in the Desert says, I really like the prologue. It's probably the most introspective and relatable Reen is in the whole series. Uh, the rescue on the Pentagruel. Alfin was in top form. Uh, meeting Machias sticks in my memory purely because he was the first. I enjoyed the crossbow section because I think uh, Rixia Mao came off well. I find her underused in Azure. Uh, and pr- really pretty boring and everything that comes after that. Well, that's unfortunate. I think Grixia was great in Azure, but... Yeah. I, I'm anxious to... Because I've met Rixia and I got to the point where after she's been introduced and everything in uh, in Zero, but... Uh, but yeah, it was it was cool to, to see her in, in the ending, in the epilogue, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, user Sharina Askir from Reddit, they say, at the end of the game, specifically the Reverie Corridor, not gonna lie, I cried when Milliam started crying for the first time. Oh, yeah, absolutely. No, tears. Down my face. Horrid tears. Yeah, and this is one of those moments that there's so much side material you can find Mm -hmm. in these games from the books, and, like, really, if you want to dig into these games... There's so much more that you can see for like someone who didn't really dive into a lot of the 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 side stories or the character um, moments. You wouldn't necessarily learn that uh, Milliam's never cried before. Mm-hmm. 
which just increases this whole moment when she does cry. Um, yeah, it's, it's wild. Take the next. Yeah, uh, Raj Den from Reddit. Uh, haven't played in a while, but seen things I remember enjoying were Fee and Reen's reunion. Uh, facing off against Patrick and company at Thor's. Uh, thinking, can't wait to beat these bums, and then immediately changing my mind about them afterwards. Uh, the snowboarding minigame. Uh, and someone else said it already, but 100% Laura and the Orable Appliance bonding event. I don't remember if I got that up bonding event. I don't I do remember. I do remember uh, also thinking, can't wait to kick the shit out of Patrick, and then being like, oh, okay. You guys are cool. <laughs> the the relationship between Patrick and Reen going forward in in this game yeah, in this series it, oh, is really so cool. good. Yeah, they've got a cool friendship by the end of it's, it. It's it's very good. And our last one is a bit of a longer one, but uh, a very very good one, very meaningful one. Uh, we have user Harbinger three one nine from Reddit. They say spoilers through Cold Steel two, but this story is pretty personal, so fair warning. At the time I played Cold Steel 2, I'd been struck, I'd been stuck in a no-skill dead-end job I hated for two years. The higher-ups in the company saw grunt-level employees like myself as useful tools due to the high turnover rate, an unending stream of applicants, a toxic company culture. They treated all non-corporate employees with thinly-veiled content, expecting to just be replacing them in four months. I lasted longer than most due to various factors, most of which were beyond my control. The last straw was was when, having been there for nearly two years, I put in a transfer to another site. Half the community has transferred to another site, half the commuting distance from my home. A couple weeks later, the company lost employees at my site. They called what well, they called, waking me up eight hours before I was supposed to be at work, asking me to take a 25% pay cut to cover for the people who quit while they filled my job with someone else. I replied with some heat that I'd change jobs only for a pay increase, not a decrease. They threatened if I would cha- wouldn't change jobs, they would transfer me. They wouldn't transfer me closer to home. I refused. Whilst at that company mid-pandemic, I also had a st- had to struggle with the attempt to diagnose an autoimmune disease we know runs in my family, a lifelong disease I probably was born with and for which there is no fully effective treatment. I spent thousands of dollars trying to diagnose it for sure just to gain peace of mind for why I'd felt so constantly fatigued these last few years. In the end, I was left with ambivalent results. If I'd known how things would turn out, I could have saved so much money and frustration. In short, I felt victimized in my life by people with more power and money using me for their own purposes with precious little reward, by a disease I couldn't avoid and that brought out the worst and weakest in me. All my efforts felt utterly pointless. The Trail Saga, which I'd been playing in release order, was the biggest bright spot in my life. So when I went through Cold Steel 2's finale with Reen Schwarzer, I felt that pain and frustration like I've never felt any other character in fiction ever. And when I went through the dis- Diverse Testament and I was forced to play uh, to play Lloyd, a character I can appreciate but do not find particularly relatable, fighting Reen, a black-haired boy with an air of sadness, I felt that. And at the end of his character arc, I heard Kokuki, Kaoki, Uchiyama deliver these lines more or less. Hollow? I hear it, but what's the matter? It's anything but that for us. We must and will defeat you. We aren't here seeking some sort of reward. 
We're aren't, we aren't here to find some hidden purpose. Overcoming this trial will be a fitting end to our time together as Class 7. And that's all the reason we need to earn our victory here. To see this character who had suffered defeat, defeat layered upon defeat, failure upon failure, in spite of his best intentions and efforts, who I'd connected with so much, proclaim a determination to try and have as much fun and meaning as he could was an emotional experience I doubt I'll ever find again in fiction, even in a series as tremendous as Tales, Trails. It made Reen Schwarzer into my all-time favorite character, and I expect he'll be there for, be that for a long time. That was all within the last year. I'm doing better now in my personal life, better job, better benefits, and soon to have compar- comparable pay by fall. Total, comp- total compensation is surely better. The new job doesn't stress me. It has set hours, weekends guaranteed off, and adequate leave. No more rude awakenings. The people I work with like and respect me and are glad I'm there. I was playing Cold Steel 4 when I started the new job and took a break after a fragmented chapter. I don't know when I'll get back to it, but I'm glad that I'll still have more adventures with Reen to look forward to. Cold Steel 4 and Reverie next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. It's, um, I'm glad that you were able to, to pull so much meaning and resolve from, from a character and it always warms my heart a bit to hear tales and kind of stories from people that have taken so much from these games and this hobby of RPGs and mm-hmm. you know, the hard moments that people have gotten through because of the char- these funny anime characters that we just grab onto and fall in love with and just it, in reality, draw it's so many, so many times, so many people draw strength from. Yeah, um, it's it, it, these are fantastic games, and it's part of why I love the genre so much. And uh, great, great story, Harbinger. I'm glad things are going better for you. And yeah, yeah. No, I'm. That's uh, a really touching story and I'm it's it's really cool to, to I mean it's not cool to <laughs> put through a bunch of shit <laughs> but it's cool to see that you know the game helped and that the the things we're consuming can have these kinds of impacts on us yeah so thank you Harbinger and thank you to everyone else who submitted your favorite moments and memories from this fantastic game as always, down in the show notes, you can find links to the subreddit where you can add your own moments and memories to the discussion, and I can't wait to read them. Now, after hearing Aaron and I talk and gush about this game, you might be wondering where you can get a copy yourself. Well, we are here to help you with that. Now, digitally, this is available both on the PlayStation and Steam stores for $40, um, $40 US dollars. It could be different where you are at. So... Really easy. I don't know if the PS3 versions are available. The PS3, um, I'm sure it probably is. I don't know the price along with the Vita versions, but I would imagine they would be similarly for $40. I would recommend just getting the PS4 version version because it does have speed up and some nice quality of life improvements. Um, but yeah, that is $40 for the digital copy. Now, just in case you want a physical version, a, for the PlayStation 3 version, right now in price charting, it has the PlayStation 3 version loose, running at around $37. A complete in-box used price is at about $40. And a new in-box uh, for 
PlayStation 3 is $65. For the Vita, a loose cartridge is $65. Complete is $85. And a brand new copy of the Vita version is $110. And for the PlayStation 4 Relentless Edition, a loose disc copy is $101. So just over $100. Complete in box price is about $115. And a brand new sitting at around $170. So your best bet might be to just grab it digitally. Now, let's say you have snagged yourself a copy or a code of Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel 2 and you want some tips or advice. Well, we can help you with that, too. So, Aaron, what tips or advice would you give to a brand new Cold Steel player? Uh, play, uh, put Emma in your party. Uh, when you get Emma, it's, uh, throw her in your party. Her Master Quartz rules. Um, it's actually broken in this video game. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's that's like my if you want to break the game. Uh, otherwise, I think take your time um take your time do all the do as many of the bonding events as you can do as many of the like talk to as many of the npcs that's always my general trails advice is to just talk to everyone uh you'll get way more out of subsequent games if you talk to everybody um and for me kind of playing off of uh aaron's suggestion with emma's i would say status effects are really powerful in these games uh and you can have multiple of them trigger. So really look into those like burning or um, delay, um, poison, stone, all these things. They can be incredibly powerful to uh, deal with enemies. So check that out. And yeah, like Aaron said, just take your time. Read things. Scour around. Read books you find. It really is worth it to do all the side stuff. And just to improve your experience in this world and all the characters that you've, I hopefully you aren't starting with cold steel too. Don't start with cold steel too. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a wild ride and just enjoy it. We are now on to perhaps my favorite part of each episode, the monster or enemy of the week. So, Aaron, what enemy are you bringing to the arena this week? Uh, my favorite enemy, also my favorite friend, it's Crow. Uh, you fight Crow a couple times in Cold Steel 2. Uh, you fight him at the end of Cold Steel 1. Um, I think specifically we're talking about the Crow on the Pantagruel fight um, because... After you're saving uh, Princess Alfin, that one just is such a good. Uh, it's just a good, such, such a good moment between Crow and Reen, um, and every time I had to fight Crow, it actively hurt me inside. So I just wanted to talk about that. Yeah, my boy, my boy Crow. Make sure you have his mirror that you owe him. But Crow on the Pantagruel is level eighty and has ninety six thousand six hundred and forty health. He has a strength value of 1920, defense at 1440, along with his art skill at 1440. His arts defense is 1280, and his speed is 69. Nice. Nice. He is the leader of the Imperial Liberation Front and wields a double saber from the Dark Ages with great skill. He has... Uh, he's pretty strong along all elements. He has a 90 elemental efficacy. Um, for all the elements um, he is weak too he has one star weakness towards slash uh, slash attacks so try and use those and uh, he has a slight uh, buff against uh, poison and blindness and status 
debuffs um, at 20, so those are things he's slightly strong against. And then he has a very small at 10 resistance to sleep, burn, freeze, nightmare, and uh, attack delay status. So you want to try and hit him with mute, paralysis, uh, petrify, faint, confuse, uh, and death blow. And also vanish. You can hit him. He has no resilience one way or the other with any of those. So when you beat him, he will drop a blade two deck along with a bunch of different Sepeth. So check that out. But that is Crow on the Pantagruel. Well, Aaron, that's going to do it for another episode of RPG University. Thank you so much for joining me and uh, talking some Cold Steel today. This has been a blast. Yeah, thanks for uh, having me on. Of course, of course. Uh, as it gets closer to the rest, uh, trails of trails from zero, and next year trails to uh, from trails to Azure, I'll be sure to have you on again. But where can people find you online? What do you have cooking? Go ahead and plug away. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Aaron Does Stuff. It's A R E N, and uh, you can find me at. Uh, I do have a, a coffee. The same username, Aaron does stuff. I release, um, specifically Dungeons and Dragons homebrew on that, uh, coffees. Do you want to throw me a dollar to you get, uh, access? I get put one item up a week, uh, items, uh, little story blurbs, anything like that. Um, and you follow my Twitter. I assume I'm going to be releasing a couple games. Um, so those will be out there for people to play. And then eventually also, uh, I do have a SpongeBob podcast, uh, called, are you ready kids? It's a SpongeBob comedy watch along. Um, you can find that, uh, on Twitter at are you ready kids? That sounds pretty awesome. So be sure to follow Aaron to get all that good stuff. And thank you to each and every one of you who's listened today. Be sure to rate and review us on your preferred podcast service as I really appreciate it. If you have an RPG you would like us to feature on an episode, tweet at underscore RPG University with the hashtag RPGU with your suggestion or share your own favorite RPGs and memories directly with me on Twitter at Professor RPG. As always, everybody, stay safe, stay healthy, be kind to one another. Class 7 dismissed. <laughs>